Are you nervous? Me? Yeah, are you nervous? No? Do I look nervous? A little bit. I guess so. Uh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, um, hello and welcome to the first ever Canfield Business Owners Podcast, also known as the CBH Podcast, a podcast where we will be giving you a glimpse into the lives of the best and brightest students, professors, advisors, and alumni at UT Austin. So I'm here with the wonderful Brandon Tran, Communications VP of the Honors Business Association, and the very first guest of CBH Podcast. So according to his bio, which I pulled from the HBA website, Brandon is a sophomore majoring in business honors, and other than being HBA VP of Communications, he is also involved in Alpha Kappa Psi, aka Psi. He loves filmmaking and photography and considers his camera one of his best friends. He also loves glasses and has a collection of five that he has on rotation regularly. Is that right? Yes, I actually <laughs> broke two of them over the past year, so that's down to three. Very sad, very tragic. Um, okay, feel free to reach out to him because he says he'd love to get to know you. So, <laughs> wow, you really pulled that off the website. I really did. I wasn't joking. Yeah, I wasn't joking when I said I pulled it off the website. So, first things first, can we just talk about the situation that just played out minutes before this or an hour before this, actually? Okay. Yes. Okay, so currently it is 6 15 p.m. Recording for this was supposed to start at 5 p.m. And Obviously something happened. Um, we were gonna record this in the fine arts library. Yes. Is that what it was? Yes, because there's a recording studio in there and it cancels out a lot of noise. So I was like, oh, this will be the perfect place to record. Because, you know, that's what you do. You record in a place where like noise cancels out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so we would go in there and the library is closed. It closed like 15 minutes prior to us showing up. It's like, oh shoot, I don't know what to do now. Um, so we just kind of wandered around there, couldn't find a place, walked back to the car, and we're like, okay, we're just gonna record it in the car. And then, um... Wait, backtrack for us a little bit. We paid $4 to park because we thought we would be recording at the library. So $4 to park, so just keep that in mind too. Yeah, we went back in the car, we're like, well, we paid $4 to be in this parking garage, so we might as well just, like, record in the garage. And then the mics don't work. Like PSA, Blue Yeti, like that microphone doesn't work on the Mac. So we drove back um, to my apartment and now we have a much better setup. Yes, it was a very sad situation considering we basically paid $4 to be recording in Brandon's apartment. So. Yeah, it was fun though, it's okay. Yeah, Sunset was good. <laughs> but other than that, very tragic. So. Back to the actual content. So now, I'll, as I was reading your bio, I realized something was missing and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But then I reread it and I finally figured it out. Okay, so you said you were a business honors major, but let's just talk about how you're also probably going to be an ECE or electrical computer engineering double major. So how did you end up picking ECE and of all the engineering majors, why ECE? Okay, well, one, like, what do you know that? <laughs> because you told me before, okay? okay? He told me before. This was not on his bio, on his website. He told me this in person, and so I had to mention it. Okay, well, kind of blindsided by the question, but I'll just go right into it. Um, so I'm not officially an EE yet, which is why like, I don't want to put it on all my stuff, but I will concede that I have a UT ECE sticker on my laptop. 
because um, I stole it from the ER <laughs> and I put it there for good luck. Um, but I mean, I have a story that kind of like sums up how I got into EE. Um, for me, you know, creating things is kind of my passion. Uh, I'm in a lot of like photography and design, like that's kind of my hobby, but it's all under the umbrella of creation. So, you know, I love thinking of things creatively, but what makes me actually happy and like what I have a lot of joy and passion in doing is putting like making them a real thing, like putting them into fruition. And, you know, some, like one thing that kind of like came from that was actually a gift from my girlfriend. Uh, I wanted to make her, well, first I wanted to make her a mirror. So she's a freshman, she's a, she's a year younger than me. So she's moving to the dorm and I'm like, um, I mean, my dorm, I don't know, it didn't have a nice mirror. I just like, I think she wanted like, I thought of having one for her as like a vanity so she could like do her makeup or something. So. Initially, I was gonna work on my woodwork and um, cut up like the frame and, and make the actual mirror, which I, I did end up doing. But I decided to put my own spin on it and something that I thought would be really cool is um, make a smart mirror. So what a smart mirror entails, it's basically a mirror with a display behind it. So it'll still be a mirror, but it'll also show like um, in the corners, like the weather, uh, like I have a news feed on the bottom, a word of the day at the top, and then like on the left, like a calendar. So it's just a little like neat thing that has a lot of utility information for while being used as a mirror, but it was really cool to make because you know, I got to design it and sketch out the way I was gonna build the frame and everything. And then um, actually go in and, and, and program and figure all that stuff out using a Raspberry Pi. And I just found that so fun. Like doing that and like soldering and like it was awesome. <laughs> like that was like the most fun like I've had on a personal project. And you know that kind of falls into straight into EE in terms of you know circuits and, and computing. And I mean I kind of after doing that I kind of reflected over just my whole entire you know my life actually. Like tech has always been something I'm so interested in. It's one of my hobbies. Um, I've been building computers when I was younger and. Um, going into to BHP, I felt like I was learning so many things, but I was just missing something super technical. And I felt like EE would give that to me. And then having that, as, well, I also wouldn't want to be just EE either, considering how much of the skills I can learn from BHP. So I figured doing a double major and that would be like a really good fit for me. Yeah, so how do you think having both the business honors and ECE will help you in your future plans post-graduation? Yes. So you, yeah, yeah. How do you so, see mm -hmm. um, BHP definitely takes care of a lot of soft skills. I mean, you learn technical things as well, like a lot of theory in terms of business, but um, it, I would say that's the weaker of my two skill sets between technical and like soft skills. I think BHP really brings that out of me and uh, teaches me so much of things like I definitely wouldn't be able to teach myself. I mean, like, like learning like job or, or, or like C, like it'd be hard to teach yourself, but I think it's doable for myself. But like, I could never teach myself like BA through 24. Like I, like going <laughs> yeah. up and giving a speech, like I can't figure that stuff out on my own. So in that, in that sense, BHP gives me a really good foundation on, you know, communication and, and just business theory. 
and then EE gives me a really strong technical background and kind of aligns really well with what I want to do in the future is um, I, just, I want to do tech consulting. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, um, not strategy with tech, but more like solutions, like creating tech solutions for clients. And I think those two pair really well and it pairs with what I want to do in the future well. Oh, solid. So tech consulting, was has this always been the plan going into uh, UT or like PHP? Nope. When I went to UT, I wanted to do finance. And I think that was just kind of like a go-to major, but I figured like, it's not very interesting to me, uh, finance, I found. And I was just kind of lost trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I think, um, I think I just kept coming back to wanting to do EE, but then not wanting to uh, like, I wanted to be in both BHP and EE. And I just had to come to like, think to the core about why that is I wanted both of them and why I couldn't settle on one major. And it was just because, both of those things just paired, like, they're both big aspects about the way my mind works. And when I was looking for, like, thinking of jobs that would fit in that description, I, I started exploring tech consulting. And um, at Career Fair, I just talked to some companies that did it, and it just sounded like a good fit for me. Very cool. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, so far, we've taken five BHP cohort classes, including the two that we're in now, which is accounting so accounting 311 i think so yeah 311 311 and then management 327 is that yes correct? yes so those are the two we in now so which class from the bhp cohort classes has been your favorite so far and why that's tough um i'd say i'm gonna say mis 301 from why? from last year just um wait first tell me tell tell the audience if they haven't already taken mis 301, what is 301? What's about? What it's do we like know? a, it's intro to MIS, kind of. Um, it's not an intro to like, when you think of MIS, you think a lot about like coding and like just development in that sense. But MIS 301 kind of just introduces you to, I think just technology in general or tech and business and also like Excel, using Excel. <laughs> so, um, it's not super technical, but you learn so much. I think I just learned so much about how tech can disrupt industries and like learning about like the prevalence of technology, like in the coming years and just being aware and apparent of how technology, like how technology plays a role, how will it will play a role in our future. It's super fascinating to me. It just made me really consider um, also the growth that comes with you know, a, a, a tech job. And I just thought that class was really, again, like it suited what I wanted to do, which is tech. And it really, uh, for some reason, like I was so fixated on finance, but when I had taken that class, I had realized like, business isn't just about finance anymore. Yeah. Know? So um, I think that class is my favorite just because it was really eye-opening to me in terms of the tech industry. And um, because I had, Konana as my professor. Shout out Konana. He was awesome. He was so funny. Um, he went on a lot of tangents, but like they're entertaining. <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I uh, agree. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure when you guys would have him again. I think he's taking a break, mm -hmm. but um, he was a really inspiring person. So I would say that was my favorite class so far. 
What, so what was your favorite memory? So this class is notorious for having really rough MIS, like Excel assignments and lots of readings. So, you know, sometimes it's not always the, the first thing you want to do when you wake up and yeah. So what was your favorite memory from this class? You know, I would say like it was pretty early in the morning, but it was so entertaining. So that was the one thing that I was able to, to keep me awake during it. And I'd have to, I don't say, so one of the, my classmates, um, I'm sure you guys know him, Anuj, uh, Anuj <laughs> oh Jaju. He would always get roasted by Kanata in class. And then like, we had him on Facebook. I think like, Anuj like, countered one of his arguments on Facebook using a link from Quora. And Quora's like fine. Like in my opinion, Konana's like, I don't know. He, he's making a big deal out of this, but like he like roasted him and like called like Quora invalid or something. Oh and like gosh. wouldn't stop giving him flack for like using Quora as a means of arguing. And like, I don't know. He, he, he's just like, I just think that class was really funny. He, he, he clapped back at a lot of people and, and it, it just kind of entertained to listen. Yeah, I agree. I was also in the same class, um, experience, the Kanana experience of MIS. Um, it was great. I personally liked it a lot as well. It was a little rough at times, especially at the beginning of semester, like the first MIS assignments are like extensive. And then it says estimated time of completion, eight hours, but really it's like eight times two plus four times 24 <laughs> to the second power. Like that's how long it actually takes to do them. So that was rough. There's no direction. You know, he never actually taught us how to do Excel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it was, was like, he, he taught us by just assigning us things to do. And I, I like that. And also, another thing, it made me learn that I, I learn best and operate best whenever I have a goal and I'm just thrown into, just thrown at the goal to try to find a way to achieve it. That's kind of how, I mean, there's some instruction in these assignments, but a lot of it was just do this and like, however you think works to get to this end goal result, like just do it. Yeah, I heard that a lot from other people as well. Just like being thrown into the deep end like that and figuring out yourself kind of makes you believe that you can do anything you want as long as you put in the time and effort to actually do it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my thing about MIS. But yeah, um, so I don't know how long this podcast is supposed to be. How long is it so far? 14 minutes. 14 minutes? Well, that's, that's pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, I guess we're going to segue into the last section of this podcast. And my question for you is, if you could leave the audience with one nugget of wisdom or one piece of advice, what would that be? Um, I, I would say, if you love something and you know you love doing it, then pursue that. Um, and kind of where that comes from. Not just like, I mean, I've been talking a lot about EE and like why I want to pursue that. It's because I think, and I've seen that like, I really enjoy, you know, just creating things. And, uh, but kind of where that philosophy comes from with me is kind of how I just started with design and photography and everything myself. I mean, um, also, if you guys don't already know, Brandon is like a god at design, photography, everything related to the arts. He's a god. Just putting it out there. Relax. What, what do you mean? You gotta hype you up. Yeah, well, I mean, and the kind of like why I'm communications VP now is coming from like me being able to take pictures and everything. But I mean, that all, that wasn't something that I was always doing. Um, I mean, whenever I was in high school, I was super fixated on just, I mean, I wanted to do pre-med going into college. So like I was super fixated on 
like, <laughs> like medical stuff. It, it was totally different than how I am now. But uh, I just liked making movies. In my freshman year of high school, I just found that I just like storytelling. And I like writing something and then just turning it into a way I can share stories through film. And one of the biggest barriers to filmmaking and you know photography is your camera or your equipment. Because that stuff costs like, like in the thousands, easily. So I just remembered I took a... I'm really gr grateful for my dad for this. Um, I made a deal with him that if he bought me a camera, I would start a photography and film business and pay him back within a year. And um, if he, <laughs> and then if I wasn't able to pay him back, then he w wouldn't help me with college. So it was like, I was confident I could do it. And I also didn't think he would actually like not pay for my college, low key. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> but um, uh, I still went through with it and um, I was able to pay him back within like two months. And you know, that's just like, I knew I loved taking pictures and I just went for it and, and just took a dive. And like now it's like my favorite thing to do in my pastime and, and um, I love being referred to people to take pictures and everything. So if you, if you see an opportunity to do something you love, I say take it. That's really good advice. I completely agree. I feel like college, especially now, if you want to do something, just go for it. Um, you later down the road, like later in life, once you graduate, those opportunities don't come as easily. So definitely, I agree. Yes. Um, so I guess that's everything I have. This is the first podcast, by the way. So this is kind of rough um, as a first podcast. But you know, it's going to be a learning there's going to be a learning curve to it. We're going to get it down to a T. Um, but yes, if you aren't already doing this, go follow um, Brandon on YouTube. He's got a YouTube account. No, also follow him on YouTube Instagram. My YouTube account is so goofy. Okay, but <laughs> do it anyway if you aren't. Also, follow while you're on that following trend, whatever you're doing, um, follow Texas HBA on social media and let us know who you would like to hear from next. So thanks for tuning in, and that's all for this podcast. Signing off, Casey Wynn and... Brandon Tran. Amazing. <laughs>